0: The Twenty-Sixth Day of the Month I am the Lord your God. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am holy. Leviticus 11, verse 44 As He who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct. 1 Peter 1, verse 15 Today we consider what it means to say that the Church is holy. There is much misunderstanding about the meaning of the term holy. Too many seem to think it is merely entirely good, without flaw. That may serve us well when speaking of a holy God, but a perfect church? Hardly. At root, holiness instead has to do with being set apart, indeed with being different. In the commandments, when God called for one day a week to be holy, God meant that this day was to be set aside as different from the other six, distinctive in its practices. So also the Hebrew people were to exhibit holiness by refusing to bow down to the idols worshipped by all of the neighboring nations. Similarly, the Church is called to live out in the world ways of being and doing that are alternatives to accustomed standards and customs. This means that, far from being embarrassed when its ideals are at odds with accepted ways, the Christian community should revel in what it distinctively has to offer to the world. When the lives of people are being ruined by oppression and the church protest, we are exemplifying holiness. When greed goes unchecked, even applauded, and Christian people cry out, enough, we should rejoice that we are fulfilling our calling to be different for the sake of what is right. How willing are we to be considered out of step with society in order to be holy? Who wants to be labeled as odd, after all? we are called to be a holy church, not a club that panders to whatever is currently popular. Opening prayer. Oh God, our help and our hope, holy is your name unlike every other name we know. Holy are your ways beyond the reach of earthly imperfection. Holy are your people called by you to show the world a new way, a new hope. Calls us to be what you call us to be. Through Jesus Christ, who died for being different. Amen. Psalm 84, verses 8 through 12. God of the angel armies, listen. O God of Jacob, open your ears. I'm praying. Look at our shields glistening in the sun, our faces shining with gracious anointing. One day spend in your house this beautiful place of worship, Beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. All sunshine and sovereign is God, generous in gifts and glory. He doesn't scrimp with his traveling companions. It's smooth sailing all the way with God of the angel armies. From the prophet Ezekiel, chapter thirty four. Verses eleven through sixteen and twenty through twenty-four. For thus says the Lord God: Behold, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out, as a shepherd cares for his herd in the day when he is among his scattered sheep. So I will care for my sheep and will deliver them from all the places to which they were scattered on a cloudy and gloomy day. I'll bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and bring them to their own land. I'll feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the streams, and in all the inhabited places of the land. I'll feed them in good pasture, and their grazing ground will be on the mountain heights of Israel. There they will lie down on good grazing ground and feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I'll feed my flock, and I'll lead them to rest, declares the Lord God. I'll seek the lost, bring back the scattered, bring, bind up the broken, and strengthen the sick. But the fat and the strong I will destroy. I'll feed them with judgment. Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I, even I, will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep, because you push with side and with shoulder, and thrust at all the weak with your horns until you have scattered them abroad. Therefore, I will deliver my flock, and they will no longer be a prey, and I will judge between one sheep and another." Then I will set over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will feed them. He will feed them himself and be their shepherd, and I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. From the letter to the Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 15 through 23. For this reason I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus which exists among you and your love for all the saints, do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in subjection under his feet, and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. From the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 through 46. But When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats, and he will put the sheep on his right and the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in, naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you a stranger and invite you in? are naked and clothe you what did we see you sick or in prison and come to you the king will answer and say to them truly i say to you to the extent that you did it to one of these my brothers of mine even the least of them you did it to me then he will also say to those on his left depart from me accursed ones into the eternal fire which has been prepared for the devil and his angels for i was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat i was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink i was a stranger and you did not invite me in Naked, and you did not clothe me, sick and in person, and you did not visit me. Then they themselves also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did not do it to the one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. These will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Sunday God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week you powerfully formed the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer from the Methodist Handbook of Prayer, 2023, written by Sally Jones, a presbyter from South Warwickshire Circuit. Faithful God, we pray for those who present a spiky exterior, those who feel difficult to get close to. We pray for ourselves in all our spikiness. We give you those times when it feels safer to retreat into our own shell. Loving God, as you hold us, give us patience. Help us discover what lies beyond our defenses. You made us relational beings. Enable us to open ourselves to each other, to find the treasure within and hold that smooth, rich beauty with wonder and with care. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, and the life of the world to come. Amen.